What's up, sports fans? I'm Brian. I'm Mason. And this is the Underscore Podcast. Uh, we are without JJ, so me and Mason going to try and fly by the seat of our pants and get this done just to get that content out. How you doing, Mason? Man, I'm great. How are you doing, Brian? Oh, it's, it's a beautiful Friday. Rain's coming in. It's going to be gone this evening. So, you know, just enough to get the dogs dirty. That's right. Make you have to clean that house a little extra. But yeah. it should be gone for the weekend. It should be gorgeous. It's be a great weekend for sports, a great weekend for everything else. We've got a lot of great games coming. Uh, we covered the, you know, the NFL on the Fantastical Fantasy podcast uh, just a couple of days ago. Check that out if you have not. We give rundowns of all the games, start them, sit them. Uh, waiver pickups if you're still looking for those. Um, I wish we had our over-unders to report back from the uh, Jacksonville game. Do you remember what you picked? I, dude, I have no idea. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I remember picking Jacksonville, but I don't remember if I went over or under, and I'm pretty sure the over hit. Yeah, I don't see I I don't see me picking the Saints in that, but man, I could have. And the there's none of the overs. There was only one over that was over 50 points. I think that was the Chiefs game, and they were they scored 55 in this. Yeah, they, they definitely yeah, hit the I'm, over. I'm, I'm pretty sure they hit the over. I feel like you took Jags and over or under. Josh took Saints and the opposite of whatever you did. Yep. And then I took the Jags and I think the opposite of whatever you did on over under. Man, I love it. I love the wrinkle of us picking the over under because it it prevents you know it prevents a lot of three way ties. Like we're we're gonna see some spread on these picks. Yes. I mean, because, you know, last week it was, what, 7-7-8. Seven, seven, um, yep. Thanks to the Jets. It's not the Jets. <laughs> thanks to us doing this uh, that show early in the week, and I did not have a chance to change on, on Sunday morning. So <laughs> Right. Because I damn sure would have. Speaking of our last show, where can where can our listeners find that last show if they're interested? So they can check it out. We, uh, we tweeted it out, <clears throat> X'd it out, excuse me, at – underscore underscore pod with a shift hyphen for the first underscore on Facebook or Instagram. It's at Z underscore underscore podcast. Another shift hyphen for the first underscore. As Josh likes to say, they can Gmail us at the underscore pod at gmail.com. There is no shift hyphen in that underscore when people Gmail us. And they can check us out, download, subscribe, share, listen, like, whatever you want to do, put it on the background. We're on Apple, Amazon, Odyssey, Google, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. I was looking for that electric guitar you hit the other week. <laughs> we'll come back to that. We'll, we'll get that at the end. We'll hit that one at the end. That's right. I'm still so used to having this microphone in front of me. I keep wanting to lean in. Like I lean back <laughs> nonchalantly, and I'm like, nope, I need to lean back up. Microphone. Look, no, my it's, it's, it's podcasting a... posture is terrible. Like I'm, I'm so intent on making sure that I'm heard and making sure the microphone is right. Like I get up from there and I feel like I feel like the hunchback. <laughs> yeah, my posture in general is just terrible. I I've prided myself on having decent posture. Like I I don't want to be some decrepit old hunched over person. In fact, when I was in college my roommates would like pick on me. Like we'd be sitting there, 
you know, Saturday morning after after a fun Friday night, we're at the we're at the Waffle. No, it was the Huddle House. We had just gotten a Huddle House in beautiful oh. Boone, North Carolina, and we're sitting there, and everybody's just like hunched over their eggs, and I'm sitting up straight, and they're like, "You look like our dad. Like, why do you have such good posture?" <laughs> now, anywhere that I can slouch back and stretch my feet out, that's where I'm at. I used to work in an office setting, and we had the big tower computers. And I would stretch back in my chair, prop my feet up on that tower, and I could reach the keyboard, and I was good to go. Money. Man, that's yeah. that's working comfortable. I worked with my mother, though, and she hated it. <laughs> Did you it, get your it stuff was, done, though? You got your work was, done? Like, she, oh, she was, couldn't complain too much? One. I was number one uh, in that department, so and I only worked four hours to their eight, so they couldn't touch Nice. Me. Yeah, get off me. Yeah, I put my feet up. I'll, I'll see y'all for another half day manana. Yes, I love me a coffee table. I can put my feet up on that, and people are like, "Oh, get your feet off the table." I'm like, "Look, the coffee table is so short, and it's way out there. I'm not going to use it for actual dinner. I got a dinner TV right. tray for that." Uh, yeah, I will. I will kick back and put my feet up and and get comfortable. Quick. So let's jump into it. Into the sports. We'll start yes. with we'll start with baseball. Um, so in the first two games. It looked like, you know, the Rangers were going to take care of business. They they won the first two in Houston. Little did they remember, though, Houston was 6-1 and one in Texas this year. Yep. And so now we have game five tonight with that series all knotted up at two. <clears throat> and that's a, that's, that's a championship, the, the, what is this? The first one's the divisional. The second one is the, the championship series, yes. Championship series, so it's a best of five. So tonight, tonight no, tells it the, is the story. Uh, best, of, best of seven. Oh, what's the World Series is best of seven, or is that best of nine? Seven. Seven. Ba- okay. Baseball, we go uh, three, five, seven, seven. NBA goes. Okay. NBA goes seven games for everything, which is nuts to me. That's just a lot. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we don't have enough games where we're resting stars during the season. Let's add some more. Let's yeah, we'll just we'll just play more basketball games. Who doesn't like basketball? Uh, yeah, I mean, if you like it, you want more games. Yeah. I could take them or leave them. I, I enjoy playoff basketball, but I enjoy once it gets to the conference finals and it's it's just the best of the best and not the shit ass eight seed. And, yeah, right. Yeah, I don't I don't want to watch I don't want to watch ten guys that I don't recognize right around chasing chasing a round ball. So we got uh, Rangers Astros tonight in Texas, uh, Globe Life. Justin Verlander on the mound uh, pitched fairly well, if I'm not mistaken. I know he might have took the L in that first series, in the first game of the series with them. Uh, I going think he against, did. Going against Jordan Montgomery, former Yankee who would have not made the postseason roster last year when the Yankees traded him for Harrison Bader in a walking boot. He's two and zero with a two point zero ERA this postseason. So, man. Change, change of environment did him a lot of good, huh? No, he was already good. We just have a dumbass running stuff for us. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we got uh, Rangers, Rangers Astros. And then uh, tonight at 8 o'clock, the nightcap is Philly in Arizona. So Philly took care of business again at home, won the first two games of the series. And then when they go to Arizona, Arizona's like, hey, we like to play baseball too. And they won the first game at home. And Philly leads the series 2-1 with game four tonight. So that's wild. So in one series, nobody can win at home. In the other series, nobody can win on the road. Yes. 
So if we get this, it's just the perfect matchup in the World Series. Nobody wins anywhere then, right? No, right, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think there there was a uh, there was a five game series a couple years ago. I think between Texas and Tampa, where the road team won every game. Oh, that's incredible to me. Uh, that's I mean, you hear about home field advantage and, and just home field, and I don't know. It doesn't mean much for some people. I guess in Tampa, you don't have fans, so it doesn't really mean much. Well, you got you got one one set of teams that clearly like their girlfriends better than their wives, and then you got the other set of teams that, that like being at home with their wives better than their road girlfriends. <laughs> He's on fire! Hello. <laughs> I like I like my soundboard a little more than Josh does. I like to play with the sounds, so I would yeah, throw those man. in there. I like it. I like it a lot. I think um, our listeners will like it too. So that is our baseball. That's really all I got on baseball. Oh, except for uh, game three, <clears throat> Max Scherzer, Mad Max, shirtless Scherzer, as we called him for his celebration in the division round. He goes out and just completely poops the bed for Texas. And I'm trying to pull up that stat line right quick because it was not pretty. So that was Wednesday. Scherzer went four innings, gave up five earned, walked one, struck out four. Ooh. I mean, you were supposed to be a, a get at the deadline, and all you did was get them a loss. Yeah, it's hard to beat him up too much, though. That was really their first their first misstep in the postseason. Yeah, I mean but, they were uh, they were undefeated going in because they were that, they were what, five and zero. Oh? Yeah, because they swept five, they yeah. swept and then came in and, and won the first two. That's they, what's so hard uh, about were, baseball. Were, <laughs> I mean they were six and zero oh, because they were they were the wild card round, so they won two. Oh, five, six, seven. They were seven and zero oh going into his start. Seven and zero oh coming in. And he's the one. He's I just the one felt who like when uh, literally when dropped the ball. Pitch, I feel like when he didn't pitch in the division series, and he was just kind of you know shirtless and popping champagne and going nuts. It was like, I mean, you, you didn't really do anything. Why are you the one celebrating the hardest? But he had. He's the only one with any energy. Everybody else was out there working. <laughs> True. <laughs> uh, so we also we have a uh, a new champion. Well, I guess not a new champion. They are back-to-back champions. The Las Vegas Aces of the WNBA, first back-to-back champion since 2001-2002. Nice. You know, I I completely missed that. And uh... Oh, I think I have lost you. I've lost you, sir. Oh, there you are. I hear you again now. All right, sorry about that. So I'm, you, you I'm on my phone. We're, for 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 everybody listening at home, we are podcasting remotely today, yes. due to some uh, some logistical issues, and I'm on my phone. And I had a, a spam call come through, so I found uh, out that when we're podcasting on my phone and a spam call comes through, my phone prioritizes that spam call over this podcast, which is an absolute travesty and not what I would prefer in any way. So I think next time you get one of those, you just, you know, you hold up the finger, let me know, I'll roll with it. You take that spam call and you tell him you're recording the underscore podcast and where he can find us. Oh, that's a good idea. I should ask them what podcast they listen to. I wish I could. I wonder if we can record that. (laughs) That would be fantastic. 
But yes, we are due to uh, due to some circumstances. We are recording remotely. I told you, I love my soundboard. Uh, Man, it is it's hard not to sing along. Uh, they, they were down, uh, I think, 11 going into the fourth quarter or somewhere in the second half there, uh, towards the end of the third, into the fourth quarter. And uh, they came back. The Aces stormed back, take take the game, and they won game four. They only do five-game series in the WNBA. And so the Aces are back-to-back champions. They beat the Liberty. Uh, Brianna Stewart, who was brought in for this to complete the trio in New York, uh, she was nowhere to be found in that last game there. Um, but she had had a pretty impeccable record in championship games uh, leading up to this. Uh, I don't think she had lost one in college okay. or in the NBA, uh, WNBA when she was there. But I think the biggest story out of this is Tom Brady's just collecting rings now. He, he's Man, part any, of, any kind of ring he can get. <laughs> Part owner of the Aces, he's like, you know what, sounds good. Let me get another ring. I, I'm just, yeah, I mean, maybe I'll buy in. Maybe he can come buy into the Yankees, bring us his luck, and we'll get him a ring too. And I mean, it's already set in stone. It's happening next year. The Yankees win the World Series, so look for that to happen. <laughs> um, so man, just, I'm looking through. So I'm looking through some scores of the of the finals series in the WNBA, and it looks like more often than not. It is very lopsided. Going back to 2010, only what three, four teams in 13 years have have only only four times in 13 years has it come down to a game five. And that that's where the Typically, money's at. You really like a game five or a game seven, whichever the case may be. The, the deciding go. Yeah, home. absolutely. I mean, you're you're just cutting your own pocket on ticket sales right so like dart 2010 2011 2013 2014 2018 2020 were all sweeps and the rest of the time other than other than those four years the rest of the time it was uh it was a it was a one game win like this year new york won one game yeah and uh, i mean that's interesting okay uh, that's more times than not. That's I feel like that's how it goes, and I mean that's how it can be in other sports too. Everybody loves that game seven, but you you don't get it as often as you would like, and you know we just have to enjoy it when we get it. That's why if there's a, any game seven yeah, I, on, I will tune in. That looks like when when you see it on paper in front of you, just numbers, just ones and twos. It it looks really lopsided, but I guess having three or four games in a five game series is not that rare. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like just thought it was interesting. At least win one. Yeah. Absolutely. So we'll go from the WNBA and we will roll into some college football. Got a couple big uh, matchups, few top 25 matchups this weekend. Number seven, Penn State undefeated. Number three, Ohio State undefeated. They will face off tomorrow at uh, almost at noon o'clock, 12 noon, whichever you want to call it. Uh, yeah, it's fine. Lunch, lunchtime-ish. Lunchtime-ish. I, man, I hate when somebody's – I talk to somebody and I'm like, hey, what time do you want to meet? Or what time do you want me to give you a call? Uh, lunchtime. Look, I know people who eat lunch at 11 a.m. as soon as the pizza hut opens its doors. I know people who eat lunch at <laughs> 3 o'clock when they remember they they have not eaten lunch. So I don't know what time lunchtime is for you. 
that's my least right. favorite. I'm gonna need I'm gonna need a number, boss. Right. Yeah. I, I tell time with numbers. I'm sorry. But I, my family, they'll say, oh, you know, come on over around lunchtime or come over around dinner time. I don't know what time that is. Like, do I show up at So five? you're telling me just, yeah, just whenever I'm hungry and you'll be fine with it? Right. Okay. Deal. Uh, but then I'm going to show up and you're not going to have any food. And then I'm going to go, what the hell did I show up for? I'm hungry. <laughs> you knew I was hungry. That's when you told me to come. I thought you sure. would know I was hungry and I was coming and you'd have food ready. So that, yeah, we got that. Uh, that was... Your entire criteria for setting this meeting. Anyway, we got Penn, Penn State, State Ohio, at State. Ohio State. Yes, and then we have uh, number seventeen Tennessee taking on number eleven Alabama in and, Tuscaloosa. And then we have uh, number sixteen Duke looking to prove themselves with a win on the road at number four Florida State. That would be a big win. Possibly could catapult them into the top ten. I don't know. I mean, it's going to be hard to get past a one-loss Bama team. I hate college rankings. (laughs) It just blows my mind to even see Duke ranked. Like it. That's true. It's been so long since they've done anything. And anecdotally, I have no numbers to support this, but I feel like this is the latest in the season that they've been ranked in a very long time. I mean, I would say that's a safe bet, to be honest with you. I, yeah. I personally, I tell, I got, you know, I got JJ's Carolina fan. I got some Duke fans. I'm a Wolfpack fan, so I'm just in the middle. Um, but I feel like they really screwed up the conference when they set these divisions and did not put Duke and Carolina in opposite divisions so that they could meet in, in, the, in, the, in the championship game. I mean, right. granted, these, who would have ever expected you to have to worry about that with these two, fo- two schools in football? But here we are. I guess, I mean, depending on how Florida State rolls out on this, this lovely Saturday we're going to have. Um, but it could have happened this year, but I don't think it I mean, it, it obviously won't happen, but it'd be fun to see the, the UNC fan base, the Duke fan base, who probably don't know a lot about football, either one really, really getting into football and, and oh, no, we're better than you. <laughs> that, that, well, the, the, the UNC fan base that has any experience remembers Mac Brown when he was there the first time. So yeah, it's, I'll, I'll give them it's that. All, it's, all, it's all the old heads. They, yeah. They've got a little more of a football understanding than the Duke fans. The Duke fans are still coming back from being Notre Dame fans and, and, and like, oh, yo, Duke's good. Well, let me go there. Um, yeah. That used to be the old joke we had. If you was a Duke basketball fan, you were a Notre Dame football fan. Oof. Man, does it get any more fair weather than that? Well, I will. And I will, to show that I don't just take shots, I also receive shots. Uh, or I can take shots at myself. Uh, a lot of times, if you see a Carolina fan, it's Carolina, Yankees, Lakers, and Cowboys. Yeah, you're not wrong. Uh, I, I don't fall into that. We can't access your video. That's okay. Just record the voice. That's okay. I know what you look like. Uh, but, yes, I'm not a, <laughs> uh, not a Cowboy fan. I was raised not to be a Cowboy fan. Um I am a Yankee fan. I like LeBron, and you know, when, now that he's on the Lakers, I, I pull for the Lakers a little bit because I like LeBron. Um, and, and UNC, like I said, I'm a Wolfpack fan, so UNC bothers me the least between UNC and Duke. Okay, that's that's rare. Usually, the uh, usually Carolina is the the focus of uh, the ire of other ACC fans. 
So I grew up in a Carolina household, and I, I went the opposite direction with State. And I had a lot of Duke fans that were friends of mine when we were younger, so they got on my nerves a little bit more. Uh, there you go. And so, yeah, I, I enjoy seeing Duke lose. Okay. Hey, one more quick shout-out to the top 25 matchups uh, in college football. We have the number 14, Utah, is traveling to number 18, USC. Yes. For a Saturday night game. So this uh, chance for USC to get right again after taking that loss to Notre Dame last weekend. Um, going against a higher-seeded number 14 seed, or 14 ranked Utah, the Utes. And the Utes. The Utes. I don't. I don't know what a Ute is. I think it's a warrior. Oh, you've never that. seen. Have you ever seen my cousin Vinny? No. The two Utes. The two what? The two youths. <laughs> and then uh, for our last little bit of college football note, uh, UNC cracked the top ten. They are unbeaten. They're the highest, so it goes a couple, there's like a few unbeatens, and then you get a couple one-loss teams. They're the highest of the second tier of unbeaten schools. So, I don't know if they raised banners okay. for that, but hey, there you go. Well, I mean, the ACC is not the power powerhouse football conference that it is for basketball. That's true. Florida That's State, true. you know, Flor- I think Florida State has more prestigious non-conference wins. Yeah. UNC's not not playing the, the level of non-conference opponents. So I, that makes sense to me, but man, that's, that's fantastic for them. I mean, it's, again, it's been a long time since they've had that level of football success in Chapel Hill. Yeah. And I'm going to pull up their schedule real quick, just to see what they have upcoming after this week and to see, you know, what kind of, uh, they got any other good ranks. They got Duke and Clemson. Those are, those are two big matchups they got. And then they got number uh, no, that's it. Duke and Clemson. Okay. This week, and then state after that. Yeah. Which I mean, that you know, that's the rivalry game is NC State Carolina. That's the last game of the season. Who knows what happens there? But I think you know, if they beat Duke, and if they win out, they 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 sitting pretty. How crazy would it be for Carolina or Duke to win out and one of them be in the college football playoff? Man, I honestly I don't I don't think it happens. I think even undefeated Carolina if 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 everybody else wins out, if one well one through nine can't win out and Duke went out cuz that'd be Florida State. Um but if Carolina and Florida State both went out, I don't think I don't think Carolina gets in. I think a, I think a one-loss team that wins out edges Carolina out. And then Carolina fans get to be salty about the way that the the fourteen playoff is determined. I mean, for, look, for the first time in a long time. So Michigan, Ohio State, one of those is going to lose. They play each other that last weekend. Um, Ohio State, yep. Penn State plays this weekend, so one of them will lose. So you got you got room for North Carolina to jump if Penn State loses to Ohio State. You got room for Carolina to jump Penn State this year. You got Texas, Oklahoma, Oregon, Washington. So there's there's is the SEC? Do they not have another team in the top ten? Oh, I don't think so. The 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 great daunted SEC only has one top ten team. Wow, 
it's tough because they their conference schedule. I mean, they they give each other losses, which is why so many of these. I mean, look, I think I think a one loss Michigan team, a one loss Ohio State team, a one loss, maybe even a one loss Florida State team, edges out an undefeated Carolina. Possibly, it'll if be, Texas it'll win. Be, if Texas wins out, they they edge them out. Yeah. It'll be fun to see how this plays out and how it goes. That's for sure. Right. Uh, yeah, oh, it'll be it'll be interesting. And then so we got just a little bit of NFL news. If you listened the other day to the Fantastical Fantasy Football Podcast presented by The Underscore, we talked about Jerry Judy and his uh, beefing back and forth with Steve Smith. Not Stephen A., just Steve Smith. Um, Colts are interested. I called it. I said it. And now we just got to see if they make it happen. But uh, the reports are Colts are interested in Jerry Judy. Uh, have not seen any sort of what the compensation would be yet. Um, I imagine maybe third or maybe a second, but I feel like a third or a fourth. Maybe a maybe we get lucky and get a late rounder. But give Jerry Judy a change of scenery, and I look forward to seeing him catch touchdowns from Gardner Minshew. Hashtag for the shoe. For the shoe. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. I think I think he could go be a role player in um, Indianapolis again. I, I don't I don't argue with Steve Smith that he's kind of filling that role as just another guy right now. Oh yeah, but maybe he can go down there and have some success. He definitely could. I would he, he I, would, I would trade a second rounder for him. <laughs> I would no, I would trade a second rounder that. for him. I would not yeah. want to do that. But he definitely has the potential. To to be a, a good player, so you know we're all about potential. Maybe it works. That's out. right. Well, and when you're trading draft picks, that's what you're doing. You're trading. You're trading the potential you see now for you know the the potential of potential in the future. Right. And then uh, so yeah. we we talked last week on the underscore this show here about the Olympics meeting to uh, possibly welcome in some new sports. Um, I know you said you were excited about one in particular. Man, I've got to say, 2028 is going to be is going to be fun to watch in LA. Um, they they did finalize and approve um, flag football, squash, baseball, softball, lacrosse, and cricket. Um, flag football and squash are going to be brand new to the Olympics. Never been yeah. Olympic sports. Um, super, super interested to see, you know, how, how those come across, you know, squash. I'm excited to see what it is. I have no yeah, idea. I've never seen squash. Squash, so. squash to me is a dish I pass at Thanksgiving. And I'm pretty good at it. So if that's what it is, I would like to submit my candidacy at the Olympic level. Um, baseball, softball. <laughs> baseball and softball were actually Olympic sports as recently as 2020 uh, in Tokyo. Lacrosse was in the Olympics way back in 1908. And cricket is the oldest rehash. Uh, that was an Olympic sport in 1900. Oh, <laughs> I think you clicked on the same I, article I did. <laughs> I see that Brian has the exact same notes. So this is, this is what happens when we're remote. We don't get to, we don't get to cheat off each other's paper. <laughs> Our prep is so similar. 
we just shortened the show by, I don't know, about 40 seconds for both of us not having to cover that. Uh, so, yeah, I was going to let you guess when the last time the sports were in the Olympics. <laughs> Man, I wish, I wish you had been more aggressive in asking that question because I would have come off like an Olympic freaking savant. <laughs> Mason, I mean, what? Why are you so well versed on the Olympics? Jeez. So why why are baseball, softball? They left and they were there in 2020. They're taking what uh, 2024 off and they're coming back in 28. Like what? Oh, a one Olympic break. I don't actually where. I don't even know where are the 2024 Olympics. Uh, is that Paris? It is Paris. Paris. Maybe. Uh, maybe maybe Gay Paris just doesn't have the facilities for baseball and softball. Possible. Now, like, let's play it at the Eiffel huh. Tower. Let's pitch off the Eiffel Tower and see if, if you can even land it on home plate. Hey, <laughs> you let the Savannah Bananas go over to France, and they'll do some fun stuff with that Eiffel Tower. Man, they'll bring they'll bring baseball to France. There you France go. Will be, if, do they like Jerry Lewis's silly nonsense? They would love the Savannah Bananas. We got to – we got to – we got to – Find out who to talk to about this. So I feel like uh, as Americans, we probably get uh, we're probably not going to do so great in cricket. I don't know. That's that's a very uh, worldly sport. We're not worldly folks here. Just look at our soccer team, right? Well, uh, our hands are are not tough enough to catch cricket balls without a glove. We're yeah. we're used to catching those balls all gloved up. So yeah. So I'm we, not I'm not betting on us. We went to New York over the summer. We went to Jersey. We drove into New York. Uh, we went to this island where you could see the Statue of Liberty, or I guess not an island, we could see the Statue of Liberty. And these these dudes, there's like, I don't know how many of them, maybe 20, just got a random-ass cricket game going in the middle of this park. And I'm like, huh, okay. that Man, see, that surprised me. Like, random pickup soccer games I can get, you know, you drag over the goal, everybody brings a ball. And your shoes, yeah. right? It's easy. Yeah. You can kind of do that anywhere. Cricket takes like equipment. You have a, you have a yeah. bat. You have wickets. You have a ball. Hopefully, somebody's wearing a helmet because man, that ball is deadly. No helmets. No helmets. It's, just nah. just out there risking their lives to play a pickup cricket game. I don't I don't know that there were uh, wickets. I'm not sure what wickets are, but I, all I saw was the paddle yeah. and the ball. Okay. I, the wickets and and I have no idea how cricket works. So this don't please don't ask me any follow up questions because my answer is going to be no idea. I think the wickets are like the poles, like the wooden posts that sit behind the batter. I think they even call them a batsman. Um, and I think the idea is maybe the bowler is trying to hit it, throw the ball past the batsman to hit a wicket. Again, no idea. But I think those are like the wooden poles you see stacked up behind the batter. So I feel like I've heard the saying split the wickets or, or hit the, like not in cricket, but in a, di- like in a different setting. Oh, right, right in between the wickets. Uh, right between goes, the like, wickets. Through, when somebody you know, has something go through their legs or something like that, you know, you'll hear wickets or five hole, uh, a little reference to your, your hockey up north there. Um, speaking, yep. speaking of up north, you're, you're a, a more traveled man than me. Uh, so I know lacrosse is probably big up in the Minnesota area. Is that yeah? Or is that just the Northeast? Um, I think it's more New England. I think it's bigger in the New England area. It's it's gaining momentum yeah. nationwide. 
Does it? But, how, how yeah, I think it, it's I think it's bigger in the Northeast. Do you know how it is globally? No, I have no idea what the global lacrosse scene looks like. Um, so, I think they missed the boat here, and they should have done. We've got lacrosse here, the the lacrosse league, and all that, but we also have uh, indoor lacrosse. That is fun. It's like lacrosse mixed with hockey. So you, you're checking them into the boards, and it, it's. I'm surprised that hasn't taken off more. There's a lot more contact there, a lot more violence. We as Americans love violence. Agreed. Personally, big fan. Is indoor lacrosse too similar to hockey, though? It could be. I don't know that there's as many. So with hockey, there's there's more rules. You know, there's there's icing, there's offsides, there's. Uh, that might be the only rules I don't understand in hockey. I don't know. There's a lot of things in hockey I don't know. I pretend <laughs> to know. Um, same with lacrosse, though. Uh, like they've got a they got a shot clock or something in lacrosse. You got to get it up to a certain point in the field before the clock runs out. And I don't. I enjoy watching it. I watch it the uh, the tournament in in April May every year. Okay, but that's about I feel it. like with that without ever having seen a match, I feel like indoor lacrosse is hockey for kids who can't skate. Welcome to the South. See, it expanded, to the South. <laughs> it expanded so much across the country. It got to the South. It was like, hey, guys, we can't do this. Well, look, man, before the NHL strike years ago, hockey was big. Hockey had grown in the South. I think the Florida Panthers were the Stanley Cup champions, and then they went on strike. And everybody in the South forgot about it for a year, and it still hasn't come back to the level of popularity it was at. Well, there, there was a hockey Kinda, team in Atlanta. Oh, there the, uh, was. See, the Atlanta even Thrashers. I forgot that. Yeah, but they're they're still trying to get it to work in Arizona, which I don't know if you're just basically hoping for your transplants, but it it, it doesn't make sense. I think that's why it's so big well, in Florida. Is you got your transplants down there, right? And Arizona's got them too. Honestly, I feel like the transplants are of an age that they don't care about going to hockey matches. Like right. they're old. They don't, they don't want to, they don't want to unplug from their oxygen machine and take their oxygen tank to a hockey game. <laughs> Maybe that's a promotion it's, that the uh, Arizona coyotes or Phoenix coyotes could run free oxygen tank. When you come to the game, there you go. We got a loaner tank for you. Just show up. If you the can survive to the door, gmail.com. Giving away ideas. That's all we do. Um, yeah, baseball saw but lacrosse. You know, I, 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 that'll be interesting to see. I don't know what the what the rest of the world does with lacrosse, squash. One of us should have probably googled it before the show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you guys, are, you guys are going out of town this weekend. Watch, I see if I get a good squash game going while you're out. Uh, see again. First, we have to find out what it is. Okay, real quick, squash, squash. Okay, look, first I have to learn how to read. Squash is a racket and ball sport played by two or four players in a four-walled court with a small, hollow rubber ball. The players alternate in striking the ball with their rackets onto the playable surfaces of the four walls of the court. This is racquetball. Huh. That might be interesting to watch. I mean, I imagine this, they're going to be smacking the hell out of that ball. Yeah. I mean, if this is if this is 
anything like real racquetball. The best players I've ever seen are these little old guys yeah. who just know how to manipulate this ball and make you look foolish. Like, it doesn't matter how athletic you are, this little 75-pound, 85-year-old man is going to swing it in such a way that you're going to look more ridiculous than him. How long before pickleball? One of many reasons. <laughs> pickleball? Man. So if it's not approved for 2028, everybody who is currently good and interested in pickleball will be dead by the next Olympics. That, that it could be approved for. <laughs> you heard it here first. They're, they're pushing it in schools. Like my daughter comes home and they, they did some kind of pickleball stuff in school. Or they do it next year, third grade. Third grade, they start pickleball. So she wanted to try and practice it with me and my wife. So maybe they're trying okay. to kids in it. I don't so, know. I guess, okay, so that's 2032 Olympics. It's nine years. Maybe they're not all dead, but they're not playing pickleball anymore. But just enough to get it pushed I through, think though. By then, oh, man. I, I could see it being approved and then falling off when they don't have any Olympic level teams to participate. It could take a it could take a break like cricket or lacrosse did. Right. Like it'll okay, we'll have it in the twenty thirty two Olympics and then we'll have it again when the next generation is old in the twenty sixty four Olympics. That's good quick math there, Mason. Thank you. Thank you. See, I, I am interested though to see how the how the rest of the world does with lacrosse. Really interested to figure out what squash is. Um, see how we do with cricket. I don't even know that we have a cricket team. Uh, but most excited about flag football. Uh, Micah Parsons has said he's in. Tyreek Hill's in. Like we're gonna put together a squad. So me and me and JJ last week we did our fantasy flag football draft just offense. Um, and I went pretty sure I went Tom Brady. Tyreek Hill, maybe? Yeah, Tom Brady, Tyreek Hill. And I feel like I might have got CMC in there, too. And then I went, uh, I think I went Ocho Cinco. Ocho Cinco, okay. I know he stays in shape. Every time there's a wide receiver down, he's like, you guys, I'm in shape. Give me a call. Um, but I feel like he, he could, we send Tyreek out on a bubble screen. We send Ocho long. And then you got McCaffrey out there dancing, and Tom Brady's just going to be dropping them. So what is it? Is it like a seven on seven? They they can't have an offensive line. That that's where we didn't know what the rules were. So I didn't know. So if we yeah. if we can if the quarterback can run, I'm, I'm bringing Tua or Lamar or not Tua. I'm bringing Lamar or Hurts for sure. If the quarterback can't run, yep. I'm just going to get Brady just to throw dimes to everybody. Just sit back there and pick them apart. Right. And then, like he'll do yeah. a little, you know, a little underneath route to Tyreek that Brady likes to throw, and then Tyreek runs like a cheetah that he is, and touchdown USA. I think we should win gold, silver, and bronze. We should field three teams. Oh, man, this is so the I just I just googled because I get to sit at my computer now. I just googled flag football Olympic rules, and the second link was the Special Olympics flag football rules. So now I want to know how long this has been a Special Olympics sport. This is how you get into it. And I'm not this exactly right. 
That happens to me. I, I'll go click on something, and I'm like, ooh, I do want to know that. And then I'll end up on a Wikipedia page, and there's all sorts of links on a Wikipedia page, and then I'll just start clicking. And, yeah, you just 30 minutes are gone before you know it. Um, I'm curious to see what the rest of the uh, world looks like with flag football. Um, do they have – maybe they've got the athletes. and I mean, this, this could help the NFL expand even more. You know, they're pushing those – uh, England and German games. This this could definitely help that. Um, it'll be interesting to see. I know, like if Tyreek's there, if we get some actual names, some star power. Hell, even if they say no, nope, got to use college athletes. That'd be interesting. We got some of those. Fine, we've got we've got the best of those too. Yeah. So there are five players on each team on the field, and they must be drawn from a twelve-person squad. So you get you get a twelve-man team, and you only get five at a time. On the okay. field, okay, and you get to. It says most teams specialize in either offense or defense. That makes sense. But if you have a if you have a twelve person squad, you really could have a defense. Yeah, you could do. Five you could have an five. offense. Yeah, and then and then two two flexors. Yeah, or maybe we're setting ourselves up, and they're going to bring out like you know one of these soccer players, and they're just going to kick field goals the whole game and beat us. Oh, and I will say with, with this kind of game, I mean, obviously I don't think there are any pads. Mm -hmm. The the picture I saw, there's no like helmets or anything. Maybe soccer players are the right athlete to, to translate into this. I mean, those guys, those guys run for 45 minute halves. That's true. This is played in two 20 minute halves. I'm, I hope we see, you know, some Olympic qualifying. I'm excited to see where the flag football goes. What my concern is, is these Olympics in 2028 are July 14th through the 30th. So you're out in L.A. in the heat of the summer. And you're going to have, I mean, that's, I guess we're not using MLB baseball players. We'll be using, you know, the, the backups or something. Because you, you can't stop, they're not going to stop the baseball season. Um. But yeah, that no. flag football, I mean, lacrosse is normally played in the spring as well as baseball on the collegiate level. So it, it'll be interesting to see how that translates into a warmer weather. Um, but I mean, I feel like – I hope they don't stop the MLB season. We already got the World Baseball Classic. I like it better. I, I don't know what the other teams will have, countries will have for baseball players, but it, it, it's going to be fun to see in 2028. They're trying to get more people to watch the Olympics because nobody watched them in Tokyo. I blame it on the time difference. I'm not getting up at, at 4 a.m. to watch an Olympic event when I can read about it when I wake no. up. Never even have missed it. I wake Absolutely up and the winner's not. there. I wonder. So in, in the Olympic Olympic version of baseball, metal bats or wood bats? Uh, should be wood bats. Yeah, if, okay. it's, if it's metal bats, then okay. Stop the baseball season. Let me see Aaron Judge. I call Stanton <laughs> with a metal bat. Hell yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the the ball won't survive most hits. I would love to see our home run derbies be done with a with a metal bat. That would be awesome to me. Yeah, just to see. Well, honestly, after hitting with a wood bat, most guys might not like swinging a metal bat. That's true. That's I mean, true. the feel is different. The reverb is different. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, Still, oh, that's up my swing, and I'm sure that'd be a problem. But I just yeah. want to be entertained. I'm not worried about their problems. 
Right. <laughs> yeah. They, they're professionals. They can figure their problems out. Uh, same thing with the steroids. I, I don't care what you put in your body. I want to be entertained. I'm watching for my enjoyment. I don't know you. You don't know me. No offense. I don't care what your long-term side effects of are of the steroids. Just go out there and right. do the ball. Uh, you made the choice, then, then go for it. If you didn't, that's cool, too. You're still entertaining, probably. So, But all right. So that's all we got for this week. You got anything else to add, Mason? No, I don't. Um, MLB, Olympics, NFL, flag football. I had some picks, but I don't know if the quarterback can run, and that changes things a lot. Well, give us a yeah, short show. I'm good. Let, let's assume the quarterback can't run. That's the way we did ours. So give us your picks on the flag football. All right, flag football. Um, obviously, the cheetah is an auto-include. I think CMC is an auto-include. Um just for picking five. Um, honestly, I still want Lamar Jackson as my quarterback. Fair enough. I, I still think he's the guy. Um, and then, man, some some maybe less traditional picks. Um, man, I, I, I don't even know. <laughs> I mean, I want to I want to pick other guys from the league, so. You know, Justin Jefferson, if he's healthy, he goes oh, on yeah. there because he's he's another he's another deep ball threat. You got to turn a run with him, and then maybe Kelsey. Um, you know, shorter routes over the middle. Yeah, you know, possession type stuff. I, I think uh, JJ took uh, Jamar Chase as well. Hmm, not okay. a, not a bad one either. I'm, Not sure, a bad uh, I'm sure we'll continue. We'll do another fantasy draft of flag football as more rules are explained to us and uh, more people say, hey, I, I want to play. So I'm sure we'll do it again. Hell, we Absolutely. Got, uh, yeah, so what we'll got, do, we we'll, we'll, learn, we'll learn the rules and then we'll, yeah, we'll figure out, uh, figure out some better criteria for picking. Can I get a fantasy flag football league going? Can we do that? Man. Yeah, that would be tough because I don't know if any of these guys want to play any more football in the offseason. And that, that's where it's going to get tricky is are they going to want to do I think they're going to come out for the first in 28. I think when you get to 32, it might be like, eh, and then by the time you get to 36, you're going to be pulling from college kids. It'll be a, like a dream team situation. The, the, the 92 dream team was the absolute cream of the crop from the NBA. Yeah. And it kind of it kind of fell off a little bit after that. Yeah, I mean, they, they set out, they got their gold, they embarrassed the, the rest of the world, and they said, all right, we're good. We don't want to start a war by embarrassing everybody, yeah. so we're going to go home. Yep, you can you can play the second team in four years. Yeah, and I mean, that, that allowed the, yeah. the rest of the world to catch up to the NBA. Maybe the rest of the world catches up to the NFL. Probably not catch up, but can get there. Well, I mean, we've got, we've got NFL Europe. I mean, there's some there's some decent talent over there. And you know you you take out you take out the pads you take out some of the other stuff maybe they're as good as our guys at the flag version of this game yeah maybe that's maybe we should get a professional flag what? league at some point man I was watching the Ocho and there's a professional table tennis league oh yeah uh, and I I just don't understand Do they stand like this know. here and boom, boom, boom. yeah. 
I mean, these guys, these guys are intense. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, they're they're into it. I mean, yeah. I really got into uh, a professional league. Maybe not. (laughs) I got I got into the uh, slippery stairs on the Ocho. That was fun. The Ocho. You want to talk about another rabbit hole? The Ocho is it. Yes. You start watching that, and you're like, wait. Is is it three in the morning? Have I have I really been watching professional table tennis for five hours? <laughs> and you think you can do it? You know, well, not with that. Like, no, sure. The the slippery stairs, I not felt like I could good. do. The table tennis, no, they would smoke me. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So all right, they can uh, find us on our social medias at or on X at underscore underscore pod. Shift hyphen on the first underscore. On Facebook and Instagram at the underscore underscore podcast. Shift hyphen on that first underscore. They can Gmail us for all their free creative ideas or sponsorship opportunities like McDonald's would love to have with us at the underscore pod at gmail.com. McDonald's, there is no shift underscore in that email address. That might be why we haven't gotten it. They, they hit the shift underscore and... So listen clear, McDonald's. That's that's where my money is. Absolutely. Get it right. And they can uh, like, share, subscribe, download, talk about it, listen, play it again, listen on multiple streaming apps because we're everywhere like the wind. We're on Apple, Amazon, Odyssey, Google, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. All right. We out. I got to find the outro button because I scrolled on this thing. All right, here we go. We out. Have a great day, Mason. We out. You too, B.